chapter 3, verse number 13. I want to go ahead and jump right into this and share some things that I believe that are so necessary for us as a people to enter into identity. Hallelujah. This is a time of identity because this is a time for inheritance. It's a time of identity and inheritance. And I believe that the, one of the greatest challenges that keeps us from identity is us relating more to the Adamic nature than, than we do the resurrected Christ. Right. Us, finding, us finding more common characteristics in the Adamic nature, Adamic, Adam, in the Adamic nature of man than we do the risen nature of the son. Right. Amen. We have been looking more for relatability than identity. And it has cost us inheritance. We've been looking to hear something we can relate to instead of looking for something that can tell us who we are. And it's cost us identity, which has cost us inheritance. God does not come to try to say something that agrees with what's already inside of us if where we're at isn't where he's ultimately called us. At some point, he has to expose us to something new to bring us into a new, another measure of newness. Amen? I was talking to one of my sons and, and um, you know, he was talking about how challenging, you know, it's been. It's like, man, every time I do something, it's more and more challenging. And it, there's just one challenge after another, one challenge after another. I said, what, 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 you, what, what I want you to do in this season is, is I want you to be thankful. I want you to practice Thanksgiving like never before. And I shared my challenge. My challenge is, is because you're closing out. You're closing out one season and in the process of moving into another season. And most of the time, right when you get to the edge of an old place to get into a new place, you begin to want to completely unplug from the old place and jump into the new place to the point you stop being thankful for the old place. And so that last portion or that last lap before you transition into that new becomes so challenging, not because it's challenging, but, but because you're no longer thankful for it. Because you know God is taking you somewhere else, you're no longer thankful for where you are. And the more unthankful we are, the more miserable we'll become. Misery can be measured by, by thankfulness and unthankfulness. We're only as miserable as we are unthankful. Amen? Bless the Lord. And so I said, look, be thankful. His answer to me was, you know, I, 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 I've been thankful and I'm going to keep on. And I said, no, I need you to hear be thankful in a way you ain't never heard it. You've heard it and you've done it, but I need you to hear it from somewhere deeper than where you've heard it. And I need you to practice it from somewhere deeper than when you practice it. I need you to hear it like you ain't never heard it because it ain't worked like it's supposed to work yet. Everybody understanding what I'm saying? And so God calls us into deeper measures of hearing. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing. We've heard about thankfulness, but we haven't heard all of thankfulness. Amen. 
And so these are the types of things we must begin to understand so we can come in in the proper posture every time the preaching is about to go forth. So many times we don't properly benefit because we think we've already heard it. Amen. Bless the Lord. We've already heard it. Oh, I already heard that and done that. Well, why you don't look nothing like that? Where is the glory of what you heard on your life? How much of what you heard are you wearing? So obviously you ain't heard it because faith come up by hearing. When you hear it, faith comes. And when faith comes, stuff moves. And if stuff ain't moving when you move, then you ain't heard what you think you heard. Amen? So, so we're dealing with identity. And I want to go back to that because it's just so, so key. Um, and I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 through 15. Every time I listen to the word, I listen to the word like I ain't never heard the word. I don't care how many times I've listened to Ephesians 3 and I listen to it for about two months straight every day. I got to listen to it again like I never heard it before because I'm not living in all the reality of it. The spirit of God will guide us into all truth and we think that means guide us into all information. The spirit of the Lord doesn't guide us into all information. He guides us into all truth. All the truth isn't just the information. All the truth is the experience. It's the actualization of what the information I heard. All truth is not information, it's actualization. So we're just continuing to try to amass information because we think that is amassing truth. But he's talking about the dimensions of truth. There's a depth of truth that's information, but there's a greater depth of that same truth that is actual life. He guides us into all truth, not just more information. Everybody understand what I'm saying? Amen. We don't know the truth until we've lived in the truth and experienced the truth and actualized that truth. That's what the spirit comes to do. It comes to manifest that truth as life. Amen. It comes to manifest that truth as life. And so I'm going to go to, and I'm going to deal with some things in identity today that I know are imperative for us at this moment and this time because I believe that most of our challenges that we have is because we don't actually know who we are. Amen. As a matter of fact, I could guarantee you that probably 100% of our issues is tied to not knowing who we are. Right. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 13. This is Paul speaking to the church in Ephesus. He says, wherefore I desire, verse 13, that you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Verse 14, for this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Very key verse. Verse 15, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. I'm going to read verse 14 and 15 again. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 15, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is what? Named. Father, we just thank you and we bless you right now that you would speak clearly even unto us today. Bring us into a deeper dimension of identification. Lord God, that we would be conformed into the image of God come of age and by the appearing and manifestation of our sonship, let the realm that we're in respond to the reflection. 
we thank you and we bless you right now. It's in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray all of God's people said amen. Amen. You may be seated in the house of God. I want to deal with the, um, could you put up that first slide for me? Um, nephew, please. I want to deal with this first and then I'm going to walk a couple things out. And let me, let me just take my time with this. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. I want to read this in the Good News translation, the GNT. I don't use this one a lot, but this one blessed me. And I believe that it now helps to accent what the Lord is saying in verses 14 and 15. The Good News translation says, For this reason I fall on my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth receives its true name. Y'all see that? To the next slide, if you'll go to the next slide, because I'm going to go back and forth to those. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15 again. For this cause I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Now, I, I want to point out something that's so key and take my time with this. Jesus is more in the name of Jesus is so much more than we've made it. It is not hocus pocus. It is not magic. It is not if we really want something, if we put his name on it, we can get it. Jesus now and his name is the means through which the Father names us. His name is how we receive our name. I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom or through which the whole family in heaven and earth is what? Name. We're not so much called to use the name of Jesus to get something done. We're actually named by the name of Jesus. I'm going to say that again. We don't use his name to get stuff done. We're actually named by the name of Jesus from whom the whole family in heaven and in earth is named. So, so Jesus is the father naming us, not so much giving us a name to use. Much of our challenge, please hear me, much of our challenge in walking in the power of Jesus' name is we're trying to use his name to accomplish something or get something instead of inherit the authority of his name as our name. His name is our name. His name is our name. And we must inherit our name. I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. In the, in the name of Jesus, please hear me, actually means my name is found in his name. Amen. Our name is in his name. In the name of Jesus, our name is in his name. Everybody say that. My name is in the name of Jesus. To say the name of Jesus is to say the name of Jeremiah because I'm named by his name. All of our name is found in his name because by him the whole family in heaven and earth 
his name. I'm going to take my time and let that sit in. So, so, so what are some of the implications of that that we need to take that a step further? So that means anything calling us a name not found in the name of Jesus that we respond to can only do so to the degree we are ignorant of the reality that we're named by the name of Jesus. Nothing can be our name that's not in his name. And we still haven't properly implied that. I'm stressed. How many ever said that? I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm stressed is not a condition. That's a name. When I say I'm stressed, it's just like me saying I'm Jeremiah. I'm stressed. I'm Jeremiah. I'm stressed. The problem is the name I'm stressed is not in the name of Jesus, and I'm named by the name of Jesus. Therefore, I'm going by a name that's not a part of his name. I'm offended. I'm just offended. I just offended. I'm offended is not just a condition. I'm offended is a name. For me to say I'm offended is just like me saying I'm Jeremiah. The problem is offense isn't in his name. My I'm named by Jesus and offense is not in his name, but in his name where sin abounds, glory. Grace does much more abound. I'm addicted. Come on. I'm bound. I struggle with lust. I'm tired all the time. I'm fed up. I can't change overnight. Everybody's different and it's just not easy for me. We think we're just making observations when in actuality we're placing ourselves under the authority of identifications. Names outside of the name by which we're named. We're not just describing ourselves. Glory be to God. We are now naming ourselves a name outside of the name of Jesus through the which we disqualify ourselves from functioning in the name of Jesus. You know why so many of us, all of us have had a history of saying in the name of Jesus after we said stuff and did nothing happen? Because after we named ourselves something that wasn't in his name, we turned around and tried to use his name to get him to move upon something because we thought it was a statement we put at the end of what we want after we've already identified ourselves outside of his name. Our struggle isn't so much because the devil is so powerful. It's more so because we don't know who we are. Struggle is an identification problem. It is not a devil has power problem because in all honesty, the devil has no power. Right now. The devil, the devil has no power right now. Jesus rose and said all power in heaven and earth has been given. All means there's none left for anybody else. The devil has actually no power at all except for the power for which we give him by our, the power of our own tongues. Our tongue has power, but the devil doesn't. But he can outsource our power if he can get a hold of our tongue. 
Amen? I want to show you a scripture, and we're going to speed up in a minute. Revelation 2, verse 17. I love this scripture. I preached it once. I want to deal with in the name of Jesus, lay some foundational stuff, and I'll probably do this series for the next at least two more weeks. Revelation 2, verse 17. Very, very powerful, powerful scripture. One of the promises for one of the overcoming churches, for, for he that overcometh, right? Revelation 2, verse 17 said, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the what? Churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat from the hidden manna. We all know what hidden manna is. It's not what people just ask for that's common. It's what people want from God that's, that is kingdom. It's not what everybody's asking for. I'm not bills paid and things. God, thy kingdom come. God, uh, God, God, let your glory come. God, as, as, as the waters cover the earth, let the knowledge of the Lord cover the earth. Amen. And I and will give him a what? White stone. Everybody say white stone. And in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth that stone. That white stone given to the overcomer is Jesus. We understand that because he's the stone that the builders had rejected. That stone is a white stone because it's a picture of perfect purity. Jesus is perfect pure. He said, I'm going to take my pure name, my rock-solid pure name, and I'm going to write a name in my name and I'm going to give you that name and that name no man shall know but you. That name we're named is a name that no man knows that individual's name except that individual itself. Please stop allowing people who do not know your name to name you. Oh, you just bossy. You don't know my name. You just too, you just too over the top for church. You don't know my name. Glory be to God. You too loose. With, you don't know my name. See, once you really get named in the name of Jesus, men don't know your name but continue to try to name you you don't know my name you running a cult you don't know my name and the only reason why you're saying that is because you don't know it right amen you know what else doesn't know your name demons glory be to God Amen. Demons don't know your name in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. So depression can call all day. Depression. Depression. Come here. Come here, depression. Why ain't nobody coming? That ain't nobody's name. Depression doesn't know your name. Glory be to God. But the problem is we get depressed. You know the only reason why we get depressed is because depression said, come here, and we said, that's my name. We said, I'm depressed. Adultery. Adultery. Come here. Anger. Come here. Anxiety. Come here. Feel like giving up. Come here. Amen. It's easy to do it in church, but it's harder to know that ain't your name out there. 
See, see, it's easy when we're in church. Glory be to God. But I'm here to tell you right now, when we begin to truly benefit and inherit in the name of Jesus, those things can call all they want, but they ain't naming me because that ain't my name and I'm not coming. That ain't my name and I'm not responding. Fear doesn't know our name. Religious people don't know our name. Sickness don't know our name. Divorce don't know our name. Glory be to God. Nervous breakdowns don't know our name. Let me help you. Worry doesn't know your name. Stop letting worry call you worry. I'm worried. Why? That ain't your name. Amen? What doesn't know our name can't name us. Better yet, what doesn't know us can't call us. Amen? Overcomers only respond to what's in his name. I'm going to say that again. Overcomers only respond to what's in his name. Do you know the Bible says around Mark chapter, uh, the 16th chapter, in my name you shall cast out devils. When you start saying cast out devils, that's my name because that's in the name of Jesus. You shall lay your, in the name of Jesus, you shall lay your hands on the sick and they recover. You got somebody sick that need hands laid on them, you just call my name. In the name of Jesus, you shall take up that which is deadly and it shall not harm you. Glory be to God. You got somebody that's crooked. You got somebody that wants to come take over the church. You got a Jezebel. Send them here. Oh, glory be to God. We take snakes here. Y'all hear what I'm saying? In the name of Jesus, you can take snakes and they won't harm nothing. Know your name so you'll stop watching out for people. I know they're a snake, but I'm a snake charmer. In the name of Jesus. I know they're talking about me behind my back, but let them talk. It shall not harm. Nothing going on here. Let them post what they want on Facebook. Do you know your name? Your name is take up snakes and drink poisonous things. That's in the name of Jesus. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, whatsoever is in my name, and I'm in oh, in the name of, do you know your name? Your name is whatsoever. I know we don't have an answer, and I don't know we don't have steps, but God said it is so, so whatsoever. I know I've never seen it before. I know it's improbable, but I sense an unction in my spirit to declare it over the house of the living God and over the people, so whatsoever. You start talking whatsoever, you start calling my name. Our problem is we don't know our name. We'll, we'll say whatsoever, nobody responds. We'll say life is hard, everybody responds. I just want to keep it real because we don't know our name. Whatsoever is in his name, but life is hard ain't. That ain't a part of my name. Glory be to God. You got to watch out for people. It's not in his name. In his name, I chose you, I, and one of you is the devil. In his name, you choose devils. You, bet, you better hope everybody on your staff ain't all the way for you. You better hope everybody in your church and ain't nobody, you better hope there's got to be somebody talking about you. Amen? 
I just got to find all the right people. I just got all the wrong people. You keep on running off the people that's going to promote you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Put back up that first slide for me. I'm going to go somewhere now. I just needed to lay some groundwork about in the name of Jesus, that our name is in his name. Amen. Our name is in his name. I only respond to what's in his name. Amen. I don't respond to anything not in his name because that's my name. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. Glory be to God. I just felt the spirit of suspicion lift at a higher level. Just be delivered from suspicion. There, there's always snakes around. You got to worry. I want to pass the sea. It don't matter. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. For this reason I fall on my knees, what? Before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth receives its true name. Now get this. This is where it gets mind-blowing. By way of the name of Jesus, right? According to Paul, man receives his true what? Name. Do you know what that means? That means man went out, went without his proper name until Jesus came in the earth. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Do you understand the ramifications of that? Man went by a name that wasn't his name until Jesus came. Until the Father sent our name to us by way of Jesus, man did not know his name name. In the name of Jesus is actually being named by the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is so much more than we have made it. The name of Jesus is imperative to restoring identity because until Jesus, man had no name. Now, let me blow your mind. Adam was not Adam's name, although he went by Adam. The whole family and earth was named in Jesus. Man didn't know his name until Jesus came. Adam was not Adam's name. It was just the name he went by. You know what Adam means? I'm going to blow your mind. It messed me up. I'm sitting up here in a, in a business meeting losing my mind. Adam means man or mankind. Y'all miss it. Adam meant mankind. Adam wasn't his name. Adam was his kind. Adam never knew his name. All he knew was a kind. Because Adam didn't know his name, he allowed a kind to tell him who he was. For this reason, yes, y'all still missing it. I fall on my knees before the Father from whom the, all the family in heaven and earth receives its true name. We're not, we're called to use, please hear me, now watch this. We're called to use the name of Jesus. Not just use it to get what we want, but actually we're named by the name of Jesus. But just like Adam, when we don't know our name, we'll allow a kind to tell us who we are. 
All right, I'll prove it. I'm the quiet kind. How many of you are walking around and saying that? That's not your name. That's the kind. I, I'm the shy kind. Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm the kind you can only cross once. After that, you, I, you'll never have my trust again. That's not a name. That's a kind. I'm the sensitive kind. I'm the kind that gets scared easily. I'm the kind that likes to have a good time. I'm the kind that can't function well in front of people. I'm the kind that needs a routine. I'm the kind that struggles with self-esteem. I am the I am a praiser kind of believer. I'm not a praying kind of believer. Well, every time we say we're a kind, we're acting academically. We are naming ourselves by a kind because we don't know our name is in his name. What kind are you? Most people are more affiliated with a kind than they are the name of Jesus. We're more of a kind than we are our name. Because we're still functioning under the Adamic order. Just like Adam, we think our name is our kind. When we don't know our name, we'll let a kind tell us who we are. Can I help you understand something here right now? We are not a kind. We're a son. God Almighty. I'm going to say that again. We are not a kind. We're a son. To the degree we accept being a kind, to that degree we lock ourselves out of being a son. When we don't understand that in the name of Jesus is the Father naming us, we'll allow a kind to tell us our name. So therefore, we can't be any measure of a son that doesn't fit in that kind. I'm the kind that needs a predictable routine. Well, my problem with that is being that kind locks us outside of the measure of a son that is led by the spontaneous spirit of the living God. I'm the quiet kind. My problem with that is being that kind locks, out, locks us outside of the measure of son called shout with the voice of triumph and make a joyful noise. I am not the morning kind. I know we got plenty of those in there. That's, be, that's because you don't know you're a son because a son understands joy comes oh you hear me every morning you can't have joy because you're too busy being a kind you're miserable in the morning because you're more you're more committed to being a kind than you are a son right what are you a kind or a son Come on. What are you, a kind or a son? What are you, a kind or a son? Come on. Do you, are you the kind that fights with fear? Are you a son that casts out all fear? Come on. What are you, a kind or a son? Are you the kind that struggles with sin? Or are you a son that has overcome it? What are you, a kind or a son? Are you the kind that don't deal with people? Or are you the kind that loves people enough to lay down your life? What are you, a kind or a son? Which one are you more committed to? to operating in as your identity. That's how much me and you know who we are. Otherwise, we're still operating adamically. Amen? To the degree we accept being a kind, are you the worrying kind? Amen? You know why you still worry? Because you said, yes, you're kind. You let the kind name you instead of the son. Sons walk in peace all the time. But I'm the worrying kind. Which one are you, a son or a kind? <laughs> are you a kind or do you know your name? What's your name? Jesus. I'm in the name. <laughs> to, the, to the degree 
we accept being a kind, we cannot be a son. What are you, a kind or a son? Because sons aren't a kind, sons are one of a kind. Sons are holy like he's holy. To the degree we say we're a kind like somebody else, we are disqualifying ourselves from holiness. I am a morning kind. I am an evening kind. What I'm saying is I'm not a holy kind. Because holy is not a kind. Holy is just one of a kind. There is nothing like holy. And when a son is holy, a, a son is holy, a son ain't a kind. I'm the happy kind. No, I'm not just the happy kind. I'm the kind that'll mourn and weep on the altar because I'm a son. So, so now when I become a kind that says I just laugh all the time, then I can't be a son that will crawl between the porch and the altar and cry. No, I cry when the father tells me to cry, and I dance when the father tells me to dance, and I have joy when the father tells me to have joy, and I rebuke when the father tells me to rebuke, and I have happy messages. I don't know what it's called. When the father tells me you're just a prophet. You you are a fire and brimstone preacher. Don't try to make me that kind. I'm a son, man. I preach. Our problem is we are being defeated because we're too busy being a kind instead of being a son. You're not a kind, you're a son. So for two for three weeks I might laugh every time I preach. Pastors, and then what do we do? We immediately, because we're under an Adamic order, we'll say pastor and turn into a laughing kind. And then I'll mess you up three months later and i start cutting you with hell. Pastor and got, he's the mad kind again. The problem is I'm not either one of those kinds. I'm a son that does what I see the father. Stop trying to make me a kind and let me be led in the sonship. I'm neither kind. I'm a son. We're so busy being a kind that we can't function as a son when it now, it, when it in a sense contradicts the kind we say we are. Are you too busy trying to maintain a kind or are we willing, me and you, to yield to being a son? Amen? Watch this. So, because sons aren't a kind, sons are one of a kind, because sons are holy like he's holy. Come on, holy, one of a kind. To the degree we accept being a kind because we don't know our name, to that degree we disqualify ourselves from being one of a kind or what? Come on, I'm the kind that like word. Well, what if God comes and he wants worship? But you the word kind, so you miss the worship and the glory. I'm just a worshiper. I'm the kind that I'm the kind that loves the music. No, no, you're not a kind that loves the music. You're supposed to be a son. So that means when God says, I don't want so much music, I want the word, you miss the word because they didn't give you the music and you're the music kind. What are you, a kind or a son? How much of your character is now confined to a kind? And it's keeping us from entering into the mature expression called the son. Amen? When we don't know our name, we'll allow people to give us a kind, a kind of faith. The whole church is set up on a kind. You the Baptist kind. You the Pentecostal kind. You the Presbyterian kind. You the shouting kind. You the quiet kind. 
right? You the kind that likes to have high church, right? I'm not the Pentecostal kind. I'm not the Presbyterian kind. Can I mess you, mess you up? And I'm not even the non-denominational kind. I am the whole. I am the holy kind. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. I'm just holy, so I'm not confined to keeping the tenets of a denomination. We don't have to keep the "Do this in remembrance of me" table in in the front and have every first service everybody dress in white and eat wafers and drink grape juice in order to not be a cult. They are cult. Because they don't do church the kind of way we do. You're supposed to wear white on Sunday, the first Sunday. And you're supposed to do that. Do this in remembrance. Well, maybe you're the cult because what you're doing on the first Sunday, you're supposed to be doing every day of your life. Eating his flesh and drinking his blood. And it ain't a wafer and juice. It's Don't tell me I'm a cult because I'm not your kind. I'd rather do real communion. Have you ever had it? When you roll over at 5.30 in the morning, you can have communion. When you're riding down the street, you can have communion. When you're washing the dishes, break out the wafer and the juice. And I ain't talking about physical. I have communion more than you do. You just do it on first Sunday. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm just not your kind. I'm a son. And sometimes sons have to come and change so people will recognize that you're not functioning in truth. You're just establishing a kind. That's still a damn You don't know your name. So we're going to do an apostolic service, and we're going to sin, and I'm not wearing a collar. And I could care less of all the people who are the kind that says you got to wear the collars. You got to wear the surplice. You got to wear the cincher. You got to wear the robe. You got to wear the stole. I know all the items. I went through it before. But I'm here to tell you right now, I'm a son. So guess what? I got the collar on right now. I got the stole on right now. I got the robe on right now. I got the surplice on right now. I am robed in a royal man called Christ. We'll never do another service with those items. You're going to sit up there and dress up in something that you're never dressed in every single day. No, 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 no. If we're going to do it, it's because you're wearing it, not because we gave you physical items, but because you're actually wearing it in the spirit. Do I care about your collar? You need that because you need somebody to help see you in a light that you don't function in the way for them to see you in if you don't tell them that's who you are. I'm not that kind. We don't have communion first Sunday. We have a communion right now. You're eating his flesh right now. You're drinking his blood right now. So, so we're not confined to keeping the tenets of a denomination. Why? Because I don't have to keep first Sunday, first Sunday, because that ain't in Christ. But laying hands on the sick and they recovery is, I'll keep that. Glory be to God. No, 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 no. Wearing white first Sunday ain't in Christ. Glory be to God. But, but, laying, but casting out devils, that's in him. I'll do that. I'll keep that. 
Don't try to give me a kind of child. Your children are PK children. No, 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 no. My, ch that ain't, I, my children ain't a kind of children. My, my children are children of a holy man and a holy woman operated in holy matrimony. Therefore, they are a holy seed that shall possess the gates of their enemy. They are not PKs. They are glory be to God. They will not walk around entitled. They will not leave church and go out there and act fool, lay with everything and party because I kept them in church all the time. No, they're going to be the church. They're going to be the church. They are not PKs. They are the temple of the Lord. They have been bought with a price. Therefore, their body no, your children might be PKs, but my children, they are seed of a holy man and woman that are living in holy matrimony. Don't try to make my children a kind. To the degree we accept being a kind, we can't release the influence of a son. God, I hope y'all got that. If y'all don't, I'm gonna say that again. To the degree we accept being a kind, we can't release the influence of a son. If a kind names us, then a kind has authority over our nature. So, in other words, to the measure our identity is by way of a kind, to that measure we cannot be a son. Adam wasn't his name. Adam was his kind. Adam wound up taking up a name based off of his kind because he did not know his name. And I can't even deal with how he was supposed to get his name until Wednesday. When God was calling Adam, if you pay attention to it, he was saying, and the man, and the man, and the man. He wasn't saying Jesus. He wasn't saying Tobias. He wasn't saying Gabriel. He was saying, and the man. Look up man, and it is the Greek word, it is the Hebrew word, Adam. That was not his name. That was his kind. God never named him because he was supposed to get his name from his help. God, I, I can't even talk about that right now. He was supposed to get his name from what came out of him. We don't get our name until the Holy Spirit. He was supposed to get his name from what he said. Look, Adam, you can name all the animals, but there's no suitable help meet for you. Read it. After Adam names everything, God says, but there ain't nobody suitable to help you. Help you what? Know who you are. So I, what I'm going to do is make a woman. I am going to put you to sleep, take something out of you, and fig, see if you can figure out who you are, not based off of what's going on around you, not based off of the job you got, not based off of the church you were raised in, not based off of denomination, not based off of your bank account, but based off of your heart. God, I ain't got time. He needed help getting his name. He didn't have a name. Adam was just a man. And it's, it's dangerous when you're a kind trying to give folks a name. I'm the quiet kind. And I'm trying to raise people in faith. I said, that's another one, and I'm going to deal with that on Wednesday. Adam wasn't his name. Adam was his kind. 
Adam wound up taking on a name based on his kind because he didn't know his name. What does he name Eve? When God first brought Eve to him, what did he name her? Woman. I'm going to name you a kind too. What did he do after the fall? He named her Eve. His first name for her was based off of a kind because all he knew himself was as a kind. When you're a kind, all you can do is tell people a kind. You cannot tell them their name. I'm just not the Bible reading kind. Well, please don't tell nobody their name. I'm just not the praying kind. Well, please don't try to tell nobody who they are. You're a kind. You, you have no right to tell anybody their name. All you're you going to do is make them a kind like you, woman. What's your name? Or do we function by our kind? When we don't know our name, we'll default to trying to find our name in a kind. What kind of believer are you? I'm not any kind. I'm a son. What kind of faith do you have? A son's faith. I ain't got no kind of faith. But God's. The God kind of faith. Amen. Faith ain't a kind. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things what? I'm going to show you something about the created order. So I want to do some reading. And I needed to take some time to lay a foundation to help us understand why Adam had dominion. The reason why Adam had dominion over the earth was because Adam was one of a kind while the created order was created under an order called kind. Kind is not just a type of a thing. Kind is the order for which God placed creation under. He placed creation under an order called a kind. I'm going to show it to you in here. And the only reason why Adam could actually have dominion over every kind was because he was not a kind. He was in the image of God. Amen? To the degree we're a kind, we cannot have dominion. Okay, let me, let me show it to you because I feel like I'm talking French right now. And went, went another way, and, and, and we've, we, we, I'm going to tell y'all something right now. I'm going to warn you right now. Don't be a forgetful hearer. Your struggle is because you ain't, you ain't heard and remembered what you got last week. Some of you are struggling to even hear the word of God right now. And your struggle isn't because what's coming against you is so great. It's because your lack of or inability to remember what you heard. That's just, Genesis 1 verse 11. And then some of it is just kind of different. I know. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 11. Please put that up for me. Come on, everybody say, I'm not a kind. I'm a son. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 11. Look at this. I want you to read it. This is the third day of creation. This is when the Lord begins to create now the plant, uh, the plant kingdom. Amen? The plant kingdom. It says, and God said, let the earth bring forth what? Grass. Now, we're going to read, and I need y'all to follow me. The herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after what? His kind. Everybody say kind. 
whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Verse 12, and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his what? Kind, and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his what? And God saw that it was good. That was the third day. Go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 20. See, all the plant life is under an order called kind. Right. Amen? So, so now, Genesis 1, verse 20 and 21. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and the fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great wells and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their what? And every winged fowl after his what? And God saw that it was good. The fifth day was marine life and, and the life of, that's in the air, all after a kind. And all birds are a kind of bird. Right? All beasts are a kind of beast. Genesis 1, verse 24 and 25. Look at this. And God said, let the earth bring forth living creature after his what? cattle and creeping thing and the beasts of the earth after his what? And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his and the cattle after their and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his and God saw that it was good. That was half of the sixth day. But then when God got to man, he did not make man after any kind. He said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let man have dominion over everything under the dominion of kind. Because man ain't a kind. Man is holy like me. He can have dominion over kind because he's one of a kind. Everything else is a kind, but we're holy. My God. Everything else is a category, but we're holy. No, 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 no. You can't tell me what kind of preacher I am. I'm holy. That's why when you come in here, you say, I ain't never heard that before because I ain't no kind. My God, that's why when you come in here, we praise like nobody else prays because our church ain't a kind. I thank God for his glory. Talking about I'm the, I'm the happy kind. You just put yourself under the animal order. I'm the evening kind. You just put yourself under the order of the beast. We have a right not to be any kind. Just holy. Now, I need y'all to follow this. I need y'all to follow this. It's so powerful. It messed me up. I'm telling you, God is messing me up with this stuff, Brian. I'm sitting in a business meeting. I got Edwin on one side that if I know if I crack too much, he's going to go crazy too. I got Philip and Shelby on the other side, and I don't want to disrupt them. They look like they're having a good conversation. But I'm sitting in the middle, and I'm like, oh, my God. God is slapping me upside the head with this stuff. They're calling my name for awards. They're not talking or celebrating all this stuff, and I'm in another realm. You got to learn how to live in your dual citizenship. Glory be to God. No, I was in a room, but I was in the heavens. I was in the heavens sitting right up in. You got a dual citizenship. Watch this. All of creation was placed under an order called kind. While on the other hand, man was made in God's image. Why? Why, why, why? Listen and listen closely. 
God originally intended for a man to have dominion over every kind because a man wasn't a kind. A man was a son, a son in the image of God that qualified to be over every kind because he himself was like no kind. What God was saying in essence was because I've placed all of creation under an order called kind and we're creating and I'm now creating man holy like us or one of a kind. Let man have dominion over everything under the order called kind to the degree we're not like any kind to that degree. Our dominion is restored. The more people start saying, man, people ain't like you, the more your dominion is being restored. The more people say bad people don't talk like you talk, the more your dominion is being restored. Dominion is for sons who are not subject to being a kind because they are sons. Therefore, they have authority to influence and transform everything under the order called kind. See, because we don't have a kind of marriage. I'm talking about G-R-R-C. We don't have a kind of marriage. We don't have a rocky marriage. We don't have a a tough marriage. We don't have a distant marriage. We don't have an unequally yoked marriage. But we have a holy marriage. We have authority because of that to influence every other kind of marriage and rename it its true name. Do you understand because Adam had now authority over every kind God brought the kind to him to name it. If you have authority over you can name it. I know you think you have a bad marriage but if you come to me I'm going to rename it good marriage. I'm going to rename it one marriage and I have the authority to do that and see your marriage transformed into what I speak because my marriage ain't a kind my marriage is holy Uh, to the degree we don't have a kind of attitude but instead of holy attitude we can deliver people from dysfunctional attitudes I'm the kind that just get a bad attitude when folk act funky I act back well you don't have dominion to deliver people from that bondage You have subjected yourself to a kind and you have now lowered yourself from being one of a kind. Therefore, you have no power to help those be delivered that are that kind. I'm the type that like to pray in the morning. Well, what about in the middle of the evening? I'm not a morning prayer warrior. I'm a son. So that means at 12.01, glory be to God. If I sense the Father storm me, I'm trying to pull you out of a kind mindset because there's some stuff that looks innocent that still keeps you under a category of a kind. You don't have a certain time. You Man, you pray without ceasing. You're a son. There's good stuff that keeps us under a category called kind. To the degree we're not the kind of person that stresses, we can call people's stress back into peace. I don't have to minister to your stress. I can call your name. I can just rename you peace. There is no counseling. There's no interaction. When God brought those animals to Adam, those animals didn't fight what he... There was no fight between what Adam named them and who they were because Adam had dominion over them. And so now, dog, I'm calling you dog. And so the dog leaves saying, 
And the reason why the dog leaves saying roo, 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 is because Adam had dominion that when he said dog, the bark was in the name. The, the, the was in the name. The wagging of tail was in the name. All I got to do is say it when I have a lot of people don't understand it, but Daniel in the lion's den was Daniel having dominion because he refused to bow to another image. He now inherited the image of God who has dominion over the lion. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So when he got in the lion's den, the lion saw Jesus and said, that's our king. We can't bite our king. Our king can tell us to shut the king is the one that gave us our roar. The king is the one who taught. When you don't bow to kinds, you don't become other images. And then, therefore, you can inherit the image of God. And to the degree you inherit the image of God, you have dominion over everything else that's a kind and of another image. Your worry can never make me worry because my peace is greater than your worry. As a matter of fact, my peace is more valuable than your worry. The world don't need more worry. The world needs peace. Amen. Man, watch this. Man, there's so much more I want to add, but I know I don't want to overload, and I don't want you to miss this, because I ain't even going to go no further. I'm going to stay right here. I just want to say this, because we have to now. You're talking about coming of age. You're talking about being raised. Do you understand that this is a maturing word? Do you understand what that man came and prophesied? to us on this morning was strategic to prepare you for this, that you can come in here uh, with 98% of you being defined by a kind and leave here with 100% of you being defined as a son, that it ain't going to take me working through all the stuff. It ain't going to take me figuring out all the things I do wrong. It's just me saying yes to the word of the living God. And in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye, I wake up in the morning and my morning ain't bad no more because I understand that my kind as not a morning person, but weeping may endure for a night, and joy comes in. The, my morning changed because I am not a kind anymore. I'm a son. No, that ain't going to take more than us finishing this. For some of you, you've already changed. I don't know why you would wait for the altar call. If I was you, I would lift my hands and say yes right now. If I was you, I would stand to my feet and bless him right now. I'm not a kind. I dare you to bless him. I am the one that'll bless him. I'll stand up and clap if don't nobody else clap. Because I'm a son, not just because I... Man, I'm a, you don't understand. 
I experienced this before I had the language to teach it. And y'all witnessed me over the last two and a half years be delivered from all the kinds people spoke over me. They called me the fire and brimstone preaching kind. They called me nothing but the prophet kind. They called me the one that's going to always come with the sword kind. And God came in and told me, son, you are not just a prophet. God came in and told me, you are not just a rebuker. God came in and told me, you are not what man called you. You're a son. And so people think something is wrong when I'm not rebuking as much as I want to because they want to keep me under the category of a kind. I want a pastor starting to compromise. No, I'm just not that kind. I'm a son. It'll help you. I'm the kind that like to go out to eat. And God will deliver you in your marriage. He won't let you go out to eat. So you can learn how to be a son and not a kind. And now ain't no fire in your marriage because you're too busy trying to be a kind. Instead of being a son. You don't have a marriage that's a kind. You have a marriage that's one. Stop trying to have a kind and you would be delivered. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Man, watch this. Watch this. Man became mankind through the fall. Man wasn't mankind. Man was sons being fruitful and multiplying, having dominion and subduing the earth. Amen? Before the, before the fall, man was not a kind. Man was a son in the image of a holy God. He was one of a kind, therefore he could rule over everything subject to being a kind. Amen? You know why animals attack us? Because we don't look enough like God yet. But there's going to come a time where there's going to come sons of God on the earth that pet lions. Not on earth. As it is. They're going to look so much like God that when the lion sees them, it's not going to roar like a lion. It's going to purr like a cat and come rub up against it. Oh, y'all hearing what I'm saying? And y'all actually think I'm talking crazy? And you actually, but I, I'm, I've been in places that I don't care if you even think I'm crazy. But I know what I see and I understand. It ain't going to be me. Why? No, because I'm the kind that's scared of a lion. The only reason why you can't see that is because you, you still won't break free from a kind. But there's going to come a day. I'm telling you right now, there's going to come a day where the deer comes to your back door and licks water from your pan and you will not fear the deer because the deer will know you have dominion pastor you talking crazy thank you that don't make sense to me thank you thank you amen we can only impact mankind to the degree we reclaim our divine status of being one of a kind we're trying to impact mankind, and we're like the kind we're trying to impact. We have so accepted being a kind that we think relating to the kind is the way to now bring the kind in. So I struggle just like you. I'm your kind. 
Shoot, I'll be getting mad just like you don't want to curse. I'm your kind. I want to listen to rap just like you. I'm your kind. That's Adamic. That's Adamic. We don't come to Jesus simply to get a bill paid or pat him down for a blessing. We come to him to be named. By which all the family in heaven and earth is named which delivers us from being subject to a kind. Come on, are you the kind that gets real impatient when you're hungry? No, you're not. You're a son. Guess what you just got free from just now? No, no, no. It ain't going to happen when you get hungry. It already happened, right? Because you know that's you are not a kind. You're a son. Creation is not waiting on the manifestation of a better version of mankind. Creation is waiting on the manifestation of sons who are one of a kind. It's not looking for something that's a better version of the kind they already got. Creation won't respond to that. But creation will respond to the manifestation of the sons of God who says, I don't care what you're like and I don't care what your traditions are like and I don't care what you say is acceptable and not acceptable. I am not that kind. I'm a son. I'm a son. There's never a time I don't want to pray. I'm a son. There's never a time I don't rejoice. I'm a son. There's never a time where I have a challenge trusting God. I'm a son. Everything in him is my name. Everything he is, I am. I am that I am. There's so much more I want to say, but I know we need to deal with coming out of the category called kind. We have to move up from the, we are, we are living under an inferior order of creation, not created for man, but created for the beast of the field, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, the trees and the plants. We're living under an order that was never created for us. We are not a kind. We're holy. Everybody standing to your feet. You are not the sports kind. I'm here to tell you, you're a son. So there'll be seasons where you don't watch a game. And it won't bother you at all. Because you're not a kind. You're a son. Today the Lord says, I'm bringing my people of age. Because I'm ready for my people to enter into a level of dominion that they've never had in their lives. I want you to know your name is not Adam. I want you to know your name is not Adam. Glory be to God. I want you to know that's not your name. But your name and the name that you're in is the name called Jesus. Your name is in his name. Everything that's in him is who you are. And God says today, I'm calling you out of a kind. 
I'm calling you out of every kind that the world has told you you are because the world is busy trying to put us under categories of kind so we can't be the manifestation that the world needs. But today, even now, in spite of the fact that people will not know you, I'm here to tell you right now, if you really say yes to not being a kind, people will not know you. People will misjudge you. People will criticize you and people will persecute you. Amen. Because they feel like everybody's supposed to be a kind. What kind of church you got? What kind of way you preach? What kind of praise and worship do you do? Man, I want, we're sons. So one week we might get up here and sing John P. Key. And next week we might sing Far Flung Tin Can. Matter of fact, we might sing both on the same Sunday. Because we ain't no kind of praise and worship. We're sons. Today, this morning, there's been an illumination and a revelation that has given us now the opening of prison doors. The, the best prisons are the ones you don't know you're in. The, the greatest way the enemy keeps us prisoner is by making the prison feel like it's freedom. I'm this kind, I'm that kind. Not understanding, it's imprisoning us outside of our own, our very own dominion. And we weren't created to be a kind. We were created to be one of a kind. We weren't created to be now a pattern. We were created to be prototype. That the stuff that we're doing in Darling will be Darlington will be replicated two and three and four hundred years from now. The stuff that we're doing in Florence will be replicated. It's unacceptable now, but it'll be the norm and needed. Do you understand that every prophet that prophesied? was persecuted and murdered by the people that they were prophesying and benefiting. And those same people generations later celebrated those prophets and said they spoke the word of God. But he that is in the kingdom is greatest than, greater, least in the kingdom is greater than the greatest prophet. What I'm trying to tell you right now, what we're doing, we ain't gonna have to wait till we die to see, but God is gonna do it now. I'm not stuck in that kind. If you're here today and you're saying I'm coming out of the kingdom called, I'm coming out of the kingdom order called kinds. And I'm saying yes to the spontaneous, unpredictable, elusive. Instinctive without notice, manifestation and leading of the Holy Spirit. I'm leaving kind and I'm saying yes to spirit. I'm leaving kind and I'm saying yes to spirit. If you're here today, I want you to come. We're gonna, we're gonna receive this thing today in a moment in a twinkling.
You're not a prayer warrior. You're a son. Deliverance ministry, you're a son.